Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. So we had some fun this week, and, and let me tell you what we've had fun with. Hold on one second here. Okay, we can barely hear that, Mark, but to me it sounds like the theme from Sharknado. No, it's not actually the theme from Sharknado, but let me welcome <laughs> to the show uh, Anthony C. Ferrante. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? I'm doing really good. How you guys doing? Good. Thank you so much. I know you're, we're dragging you. you got 47,000 panels going on that you're in this week and autograph signing and stuff. And uh, so you created this thing called Sharknado, and suddenly it just took off social media and Twitter and every possible thing. How did that all happen? Uh, you know, I think what happened is the public decided they wanted to embrace something that wasn't being force-fed down their throat or something that was marketed out of control. And it was a weird concept, and it's something very different, strange and, and kind of silly. And they just decided why not let's see if we can uh, let's see if this thing lives up to the concept and then we put out that trailer the day before the airing and i feel just went crazy going well if this trailer lives up to the movie then maybe there's something here um i I mean you can't really uh you can't really figure any of this stuff out in in a logical sense because this was a made for tv movie they got more ink and press than lone ranger this first airing we got like I think a 1.2 rating, and then we did a encore presentation on Thursday, and we almost doubled our, our rating share. Which all these things are unheard of. I mean, it's really fascinating. And all I could say is that I guess people were were tired of remakes and sequels and being depressed by the news, and they didn't have to spend forty dollars to uh, go see the movie. Marcia, you exactly. have a question. Anthony, I have uh, for our listeners on Twitter. By the way, Anthony, several of our listeners watched it on the replay, and we're excited to hear about you today. And your Twitter is A-C-F-E-R-R-A-N-T-E, which I will you, tweet out. Yeah. What, now, you were the writer and the director. Uh, no, what no, I, sm- I, was, I was the director of it. Okay. Um, the, uh, the concept kind of started uh, a couple years earlier when I had put uh, the uh, the name Sharknado in a uh, script that I wrote for sci-fi, which was uh, was referring to uh, it was a leprechaun movie, and they were referring to the the horrible tragedy of the Sharknado that happened in a few towns over, and they never lived it down. <laughs> oh, and gosh. so so that I you know this idea had been floating around for a while, and then I made a joke about it, and then and then suddenly they were doing the movie, and I was directing. It. So well, it, it, okay, well. when the writer did write this script, were they smoking anything in particular, <laughs> or do, do they just have an incredibly bizarre imagination? Well, I think everybody involved in this had a, had a bizarre. I mean, the script was unfilmable. At a, at a, it was like a it was a hundred million dollar movie, and we had you know probably about a million to play with. And then I get involved and go, hey, but let's like do a huge boat scene in the middle of the ocean and let's <laughs> destroy the Santa Monica Pier. And, and Which was just, very cool, so, by the way. Thank you. But it's like you know, on top of what the craziness that Thunder came up with, we just started adding more stuff. So I, I think we were all smoking something. Um, it's funny that you said that, though, because after we watched the kind of movie a couple months ago and the editing after it was kind of put together with the visual effects, I go, wow, I, I, 
I, this is a weird film. I think we probably made the greatest stoner movie ever. It was. It was totally the greatest, uh, especially the chainsaw scene. Epic. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I have to say, uh, before I started talking to Anthony over this past week, and I saw the repeat because I didn't catch it the first time it was on on Thursday, and I was fully prepared to go. I don't think so. And I actually loved it. I mean, uh, uh, Tara Reid, uh, Ian Ziering, they were fun in the show. This movie had everything you could possibly shove into a movie. You know, sharks flying out of the sky, and and as Marcia said, a uh, chainsaw and such. So you must have had a ball doing this. You got any fun stories from it? Uh, well. Uh, yeah, I mean, one, one of the things, too, to realize that we only had 18 days to shoot this movie as well, and we did all of that stuff. So that, that was the, that's the other thing that was pretty amazing. Um, I mean, just trying to get through the days. But um, probably probably the most interesting thing was the living room scene, because when we knew we were going to have, like, the shark come into a living room, I go, well, I don't, I don't want to do a bunch of digital sh- water or anything. You know, let's, can we, you know, we, we, don't, we couldn't rent a, a studio that had a tank that we could film in. So the line producer was trying to figure out how to do that. And we go, well, couldn't we just, like, build a set in the swimming pool? And he found this uh, uh, public swimming pool, outdoor public swimming pool in Van Nuys. And uh, our production designer constructed this sort of partial uh, two-story living room set. So the first night we shot it as, you know, for the scenes we needed without the water. And then the second day we started flooding the swimming pool. And it was freezing cold, and it looked awesome. And uh, I, it was it was one of those things where you know you you, you just kind of like a kid that you get to do these things on a budget like this. Without the water and the ocean with the, the little Kodiak boat going towards. Oh the yeah, you boat. you did you did great stuff considering the budget, and it just goes to show you that you can make an entertaining movie without spending billions. Yep. Yes. If exactly. if everybody is committed to the project, which obviously everybody in yours was. Well, look at look. Think about this just for a second. Just put yourself in, the, in Ian Ziering's position just as you. If I said, can I dump uh, a big gallon of sticky blood on you on one of the coldest days uh, ever, <laughs> and can you birth yourself out of this, this uh, rubber shark, you would probably go, no. Okay, now, he's an actor, so all right, now let's take it to the next step. Name an actor that would be willing to do that and not be embarrassed or go camp or go over the top. Right. He, he, he agreed to do it, and he, he owned it. And that's why people remember it. A lot that's of actors, a real actor. That's a real yeah. actor. And, he and did. He even, yeah. and, and here's the other thing, too. That we didn't get that. We, could, we never had time to get a green screen shot of him jumping up from the side view to get to sell that. And we really needed that shot. And I go, look, we never got it. And stuff. He goes, if you're in post-production, just call me. He came out to the studio and did that that green screen bit for me so I could get that shot because we, because I really wanted it as a favor to me. So yeah, to me, all the, all the stuff that's going out there to Ian and Karen stuff, they earned that. They earned this respect from from, from the, the, the public because they put themselves into this and, and pushed them out and did all this crazy stuff that most actors would, would not do. They, I tell you, they will not do. So, so tell uh, us, it was real blood, right? Anthony, you, you poured real blood on him, right? Well, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am right, a not... director, and I do do things like that. <laughs> you know, Cassie I... also did that, too. Cassie also let us throw blood on her. Cassie Scarbo played Nova. Yes, yeah, she was terrific as well. Uh, okay, so you and I talked about this earlier in the week, and I said to you, hey, they announced Sharknado 2. <laughs> What's the update? You're going to be doing, tell me you're going to do Manhattan. I, I, that's got to happen. 
Well, well it, right now, they this thing kind of took everybody by surprise, and they, they announced they were doing Sharknado 2. They're announcing this whole Twitter thing, named the sequel, and uh, they announced it was going to be New York. But that's, that's as, as far as it went. I mean, it's been greenlit. Um, I would like to see everybody come back, but we'll see what happens. I, don't, I think that it, the, the tricky part with our second movie is you want to see the same characters back. So, you know, something you don't want to see, uh, you know, instead of Bill Murray and Caddyshack, you have Dan Aykroyd. You know, people fell in love with the characters, and uh, we have to respect that. And But the other thing is we have to go big or go home. So you can't just do what we did with the same budget. You have to amp the budget up, and then you have to be Evil Dead 2. You have to be uh, uh, Aliens. You have to be Empire Strikes Back. I mean, on a Sharknado level, you know, recognizing that we made a silly movie, but you still, you can't just kind of half-ass it. you got to make this amazing. And that's the thing, the New York thing excites me, but we'll see what happens with it. Um, you know, there's, there's still a long ways away before uh, I think we'll even get to the story stage of it. So, Well, you know, I think that's great because, like, I saw Red 2, and keeping that initial cast, those that they did keep, really made the movie for continuity. And the second one was even funnier than the first, so that's one of the things you're going to have to top. Well, and I think the other thing that's happened as well that, that I think probably the most exciting thing is that you know when we did this movie, no one wanted to be in it. I mean, you try to tell, try to try to have a try to convince <laughs> yes. the manager, the agent, you're doing a movie, and it wasn't called Sharknado when we did it. So try, try convincing a manager or agent to get their client. I'm sure half of them never even sent the script to their clients. It's like, hey, George Clooney, you want to be in Sharknado? And it's like. Yeah, he's not going to do it. And he never, you know, <laughs> so, so I, I can see the meetings at CAA right now, right? <laughs> well, the meetings at CAA right now are, George Clooney, you are doing Sharknado, too. I mean, it's just, I'm <laughs> sure there's going to be a cast of thousands. <laughs> now, do you have to, I guess you have to be kind of careful when you're making, and you don't necessarily anticipate a second movie, but when you're killing off people, do you go, maybe we better keep them alive in case there's a sequel? Uh, you know, you, honestly, you do what's right for the script and the story. Uh, I will say that we tried to keep uh, John Hurt's character around George longer in the movie, and I actually had a really great uh, death for him that uh, we had kind of brainstormed, but it was way too complicated. But the problem was the way the schedule was, we couldn't keep him around, and if we didn't kill somebody in that scene and where, where he died, it, it, it would the gravity of the situation wouldn't have been there. But I, I will say this, it's Sharknado, and it's so crazy, like Baz, the guy, uh, Jason Simmons, who plays Baz, he yep. gets, kind of bitten by the shark on the leg and he gets stuck up in the air. Yep. Well, I've, I've talked to the actor, and I mean, to be perfectly honest, he's alive. We know he's alive, <laughs> and he landed in Kansas. He's yeah. in Kansas. And, okay. And, and hey. if, if, we, if we do the movie, we will make him come back because you need him back, and he'll be angry, and he will have a wooden leg, uh, and he will uh. be an ass kicker. Hey, yeah. hey can, you, can you stay with us, or do you have to go? Yeah, no, I, I can give you, yeah, I can give you another segment. Okay, perfect. All right, when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about, because we're big, obviously, on the show and social media. Uh, how much did you think, did you, were you amazed at what happened through social media and the way this the word spread? So when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about that and then maybe find out what else you're working on next after Sharknado, because we certainly don't want to miss your next one. Yeah, movie. and we want to know what your plans were and how you got the buzz going. Yeah, This exactly. is Marsha Collier and Anthony Ferrante and Mark Cohen on WS Radio the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRADIO at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. Talk! Talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. And we're with Anthony C. Farante, who is the director of the, uh, the thing that just blew up like crazy this week and blew up in many more ways. Anthony, uh, <laughs> Sharknado, uh, and I see that there's actually, is this an official thing? It says, official Twitter page for Sharknado, uh, which is at Sharknado Film. Is that yours, or did somebody create that? Um, I'm sure, I actually, that's the first time I've heard of that one. I'm sure that it was uh, recently created. We do have a, the one thing that we, we did have, uh, have control over is the uh, uh, Sharknado uh, fan page. 
um, which is on uh, Facebook. Uh, so that that is definitely uh, sanctioned by us. And that's, that's kind of what we use to kind of create our uh, Sharknado army. So were you kind of a social media guy before, or because of this you are now and you were amazed at what happened? Well, I, I mean, I have... I have a lot of different backgrounds, but I, I have a background in journalism, um, and I was kind of there when the you know the whole kind of concept of uh, web-based magazines started you know many many years ago. So I, I kind of understood the value of it. And in my very first movie about eight years ago, um, I I wanted to do some interactive uh, web-based stuff, and we shot stuff that we, I wanted to dole out on the web. And it just it was a small movie, and it just wasn't the right time for a lot of the stuff that we could have done because. There, no one really saw value in it. And then it suddenly exploded with the same stuff that we were trying to do later. So I, I did understand that. And then uh, prior to this, I had worked on a project called Receiver, RCVR, that um, a friend of mine, director uh, David N. Eisen, uh, did. And what it was, he called for the transmedia experience, where he created a uh, kind of a 50-minute uh, episode of television that could be split into six or seven different installments for the web and still work, but also work as a series. And he brought me on board to basically create the alternate universe for the show. So I created four different websites for it. I created all the content, the mythology. I uh, created a government website that uh, called Sigma and, and how they speak and what their history was. We shot alien autopsy videos. We shot bloggers. I mean, there was a whole experience, and that did really well for a company called Machinima. And uh, we've been talking about, uh, you know, he's been trying to get that uh, set up for a second season and maybe even a TV series. Because of what's happened with Sharknado, we're getting a lot more interest with that to kind of extend receiver beyond uh, what we did two years ago. So having known that, that's what I brought into Sharknado in a small scale. Because honestly, I knew I was just targeting the horror fans initially. So, you know, I, I, we doled out stories, we doled out some photos in the trailer and and just kind of tweet it and try to tweet it and try to get people to, to follow us. So whenever we would put, you know, I know every time you press send and you have an extra 20 followers, that means more people are going to be aware of it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And Marcia, exactly. Oh, go ahead, Anthony. Finish. Oh, no. And so, and so that, you know, leading into to Sharknado, just, like I said, I, I knew that we had a little bit of an audience. I just didn't know that everybody else would jump aboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's the magic of social media. We've found it to be a, a big way to promote. So I've written books about this. But I wanted to ask you, I see a picture right now that somebody at Comic-Con is wearing a Sharknado costume. Um, yes. I will retweet that, but could you tell us, tell the audience who can't see this picture about it? Well, someone showed up where they... Did something uh, with a kind of a tornado kind of on their head and wrapped around them with sharks coming out of it. And we, we met the woman. She's very sweet. She did an awesome job at that. I, I, you know, it's very noisy here. There's a lot of people here, but, you know, we can't go a few feet without hearing people grumbling and talking about, oh, it's a tornado. Can you believe this movie? And blah, 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 blah. It's just strange, you know. There's, there's the thing that everybody has to kind of realize. This is a made-for-TV movie. We did, we did a, yep. we made a, we made a movie. We set out and made a movie that could work as a movie, but it was, it was designed to air on Sci-Fi. So we have a made a movie that was going to air on the network. We had no marketing other than the commercials they put out. We did our own little, little campaign on the web that just, just grassroots, and it basically blew up the night it aired on Twitter, and we were sitting there realizing we just did something that no one else, else has done. We've done a, a made-for-TV movie we, that, that everybody's talking about. It wasn't DVR. They stayed at home tweeting about it, 
and we created the first mass global uh, interactive movie going experience. And we never we did we didn't buy it. We didn't tell people we want you to do it. No, it it just happened. It It was organic. And that's the way it was. Like Mark Bernhardt just now on Twitter said uh, he was reminded of shark repellent bat spray from the original Batman movie in the helicopter scene. (laughs) Do you know what? Do you understand what he's saying? Yes, I totally understand what he's saying. Oh, gosh. Hey, Anthony, if we want to follow you, one, give us again. Marsha, I know mentioned the Twitter, but uh, we can follow you on Twitter and give us your Twitter handle. Yeah, there's a couple well, a couple ones. But there's, you have A.C. Ferrante, F-E-R-R-A-N-T-E. That's one of my Twitter handles. Uh, there's another uh, thing that we have. Uh, it's uh, called uh, Quint the Band. It's Q-U-I-N-T the Band. And what we did, uh, the other thing, the other component to all the social media stuff is we, uh, I love uh, Robbie Ritz and I wrote the end title Sharknado theme song, which is sort of like a Ramon song. And uh, we did a music video right before uh, the, the show aired, and we put the music video out there. So Quint is the band, and uh, you, can, uh, you can find the music video, and you can follow them because they're a cool band. And uh, you, can get the, I can, you can get the debut Quint EP on iTunes and Amazon, and, and it has the ballad of Sharknado, the, uh, the theme song. Um, oh, Fantastic. And before we let you go, because I know you got to go back to Comic Con, is it going? It's aired twice. Will they air it again? Uh, actually, you know, if it, oh, oh, you want to talk about another first? So sure. The second air, the second airing, like the first airing was like one point two. The second airing, we almost, I think, we got a one nine, one point nine. Wow. That's another unheard of thing where you air something and then the next week the movie airs and it gets more people watching it. So they, so they scheduled another airing, I believe, and don't quote me on this, but I think it might be the 27th, and it's like their Shark Week thing. And they've got a couple more showings. <laughs> and, and, and actually... That, um, did you say I, September 27th, which we won't oh, quote sorry, you on? Sorry, sorry. I think, uh, where are we? July. We're in July. July 27th, uh, I believe is the date. Um, but there's a couple other things uh, kind of percolating that I've been made uh, aware of. Uh, regarding the Sharknado phenomenon. So, I mean, I don't think it's going away. And then September 3rd, DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, so, and, I, and, well, lastly, because we got to go, it, Marcia and I want to die in the next movie. So <laughs> we, we'd like to be eaten by a shark. But if, if I end up doing it, you need to contact me and we'll, we'll see if we can make that happen. You know, we can't <laughs> promise anything on these things because sometimes I, I think everybody, everybody is, I, you know, between the producers and everybody else, I think, Pretty much, there's probably a pool of 500 people that want to die. <laughs> hey, I got I got 72,000 followers on Twitter. I'll tweet while I'm doing the scene. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's good. That is really, actually probably worth it. So. Thank you so much. I really appreciate. Thank it. I know you. Your, your, your schedule is crazy, and we'll talk later. But thank you for being with us. It was a ball. Thank you for inviting me on the show. It was a blast. Hey, thanks. Thanks. Pleasure. Have a good one. Take good care. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, he's great. I he just that so was much fun. fun. It was really fun, and and I have to say, the movie I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. You know, it was fun. It had all the elements. So, uh, uh, Sharknado coming. What was the date? Uh, July twenty seventh. He thought. I'm tweeting it out. I can't quote Anthony, but maybe July twenty seventh for a replay of Sharknado. And you got to go in with the right attitude. You know, you got to go in with it. It's going to be fun, and there's lots of stuff. I mean, literally, they had everything in this movie. You know, every, every action thing that could possibly go on in a movie was in it, so it was really a lot of fun. Oh, and Al Hopper, oh. Al, oh, I'm sorry, Al Hopper just tweeted a picture of Sharknado done in Legos. 
which oh, I have cool. to point Anthony to. It's really funny. Wade, you were trying to say <laughs> I, I was just going to say, and only in Hollywood do people volunteer to be eaten by sharks. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. It's a big scene. Exactly. You know? It's our deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, Marsha, we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to stay on Anthony. We're going to get uh, eaten in the in the next shark movie. Yeah, don't freak him out. <laughs> don't freak him out, Mark. You, you know, you don't want to do this. If, if, you, if you have a body part you want chopped off, do you have one you'd like to announce on the air now? No. No, 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 no. It's okay. actually, I would be so totally grossed out, and that would make it even the more scarier. Yeah, we're going to pour blood all over you, Marsha. <laughs> oh. ah! Hey, that was a good scream. Work on your scream. You need a little bit more. But when, you, when your head is getting off by, yeah, that was good. Oh, God, that was good. That yeah, was good. I can hey. scream when I'm paid. <laughs> That's it for us, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. We did. Uh, and have a great week. And always, we tell you, please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Have a great short weekend. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash cool eBay tools. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt, and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. All you need to do is make one quick, no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. 
They can reduce your debt in some cases up to 50% and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188.